0: Anybody who asks why they should invest in cybersecurity really doesn't understand the landscape of modern business. It's like saying, why do I need to do e-commerce or why do I need a website? Cybersecurity is not optional.
1: This is C-Suite, the podcast where you'll hear stories from real people, leaders, and cybersecurity experts about how to stay connected and protected. Welcome back to our second season. Every episode, we'll explore where cyber issues come from and how we can outsmart even the most sophisticated attempts to compromise our security. I'm your host, Claudette McGowan. It's no secret that the pandemic sent shockwaves rippling through every industry and every country across the globe.
0: A new report today from the Federal Canadian Centre for Cybersecurity underlines the growing vulnerability of Canadian businesses, governments and individuals because of the COVID-19 pandemic. That's because more of the daily activities of Canadians have moved online during COVID-19. The report warns the number of cyber threat actors is on the rise and they're getting better at stealing money, personal information and intellectual property.
1: With no exception, everyone was forced to adopt new behaviors and come up with creative solutions to problems they had never encountered before. In the cybersecurity world, the pandemic brought on a brand new set of challenges that demanded quick thinking, rapid action, and a whole lot of innovation. In the first episode of C-Suite, season two, we'll be discussing how the remote work revolution has changed cybersecurity needs for most companies, and how they can maintain a secure IT ecosystem even as their employees work from multiple locations around the world. Joining us today is Amy, a business owner who was hacked while gearing up to launch a healthcare app she was working on with an offshore team of developers. Startup founders and new business owners often become the unsuspecting targets of a hacker's scheme. Such was the case for Amy. Although she didn't have a solid understanding of the importance of cyber hygiene at the time, she had placed her trust in the team to prevent any major mishaps from occurring. Originally,
2: I had launched a health tech company, had the idea, didn't have very much technology background. So I went out and hired a development team that was full suite from what I understood at the time to develop this health tech app for me. Through the development, you know, I learned a lot about project management and I knew a little bit about sprint planning and how to, how to basically roll out developing the application. But a large gap was our neglect of the cybersecurity piece. What I found during that experience was I was very much focused, as most businesses are, on the business outcomes of the tool, but I wasn't really focusing on the ability for others to infiltrate the application that didn't want to use the tool for what it was meant to do, which was match healthcare practitioners to employers, but rather to access the financial or personal information that was kept on the application. When I was hacked, I was not as familiar with cyber hygiene. I understood basic concepts, right? So the basic things that people know, like having a secure URL. And I did know enough to hire a development team that was working with me on the health tech app that had some understanding about firewalls and, you know, uh, how to prevent cyber attacks. But at that point, I didn't know exactly what cyber hygiene was or the importance of having someone on the team that had cybersecurity background.
1: The team was located offshore, and one night, Amy woke up to a startling message from one of the developers sharing some very upsetting news
2: actually got a note from uh, my developer in the middle of the night because we had some offshore developers working on the tool and so they mentioned that they weren't able to get into the administrator side of the site and that something had gone wrong. So we had a meeting first thing in the morning where they walked me through what they were suspecting happened and the code that they found that was interlaced to the application code. So basically what happened was there was some kind of a web crawler out there that had identified a gap on the um production site, so the live website, and had gone in and inserted their own code periodically so that they could pull information and open up a portal to access the information that was on the website. My first reaction was to say, hey, how did this happen? What did you guys do? Right? And then make, make reactive decisions. So I actually ended up taking down the site fully to have it audited. So that impacted my business because taking it down obviously takes away the presence online, doesn't give the people the ability to go on there and register. And so I had a whole lot of workarounds going on to make up for the fact that we had to take the website down. Now, was it reactive? Perhaps. They said that, you know. You don't really need to take the website down. We can shut off certain access to the portal. But I didn't feel comfortable at the time because I really didn't know. And I lost trust, right, in my development team because this happened. So it's twofold. It's reactive, but it's also the lack of technology understanding can be a really scary place.
1: Robert Herjavec is the founder and CEO of Herjavec Group. A cybersecurity firm that helps minimize global cyber attacks and threats for businesses of all sizes. Robert is joining us today to share his thoughts on how to define strong cybersecurity within an organization, as well as tips on how we can all stay safe.
0: My first definition would be to understand what the goal is cybersecurity is a journey as opposed to a place you get to turn the car off, get out of the car, have a picnic and you're over. And so stronger cybersecurity for me is being highly aware of what the critical assets are and the state of the current defense and ability to protect them. It's virtually impossible today to stop a cyber attack, but you can take responsibility and how quickly you can detect an attack or intrusion or a breach in your environment.
1: Attacks like the one that Amy experienced have become more and more prevalent since the pandemic hit. Some have even referred to the uptick in hacks as a cyber pandemic. Robert explained why this is and some of the effects the pandemic has had on the digital landscape.
0: COVID was the greatest compression of business cycles and time in the history of humankind. The world has never been more connected. And so for that compression to work, we had to have the ability to connect. And so you lay on the pandemic to that connectedness and you have this compression. What happened with COVID is something that everybody on this podcast knew would happen. Meaning remote work, we're gonna use our devices more, connectivity, applications, video conference, all of that, everybody on this podcast knew all of that was going to happen, including me. Nobody knew it was all going to happen in eight months. And that has changed our relationship to our devices in so many ways. It's expanded the attack surface, which is the biggest issue from a security perspective. It's changed the idea of the perimeter. The perimeter no longer exists. The perimeter is the human being, or as we call identity. So you have this incredible growth in the identity space from a security perspective. And it's also created this even greater need for digitization. Meaning, if in today's world, you don't have internet access, you really can't participate in the global economy. So e-commerce, everything, it's all happening. I used to say business moves at uh, lightning speeds. I now say business moves at COVID speeds.
1: Although the hack was frustrating to say the least, Amy ultimately chose to view it as a learning experience that made her stronger as a business leader. She and her husband ultimately earned special security certifications and were able to gain a new understanding of the steps business owners need to take to prevent these kinds of hacks from happening in the future
2: a blame game that kind of happens in your mind
1: and as much as you know we're all
2: professional business owners here you start to think well didn't you guys think about this and you know why wasn't the risk presented to me up front why weren't we looking at risks as we were going through the development of the application so um i was really disappointed with that As I started to learn more about the hack and the way that it happened, I started to realize that there are things that you can put in place to prevent hacks like that, but sometimes these things happen and, you know, they're learning experiences and until they happen, you don't really um, understand where your gaps lie. So what actually ended up happening from this experience is I started looking into it myself. So I actually started uh, visiting the Asaka website and understanding that there's certifications out there for these types of things that can walk you through the technical ease, but also the cybersecurity pieces that are important for this. And that, you know, there's certain things that you can put in place from a governance perspective, like a security policy and more user policies that allow you more control over the way that the application is used and developed. So I started actually looking into that. And through the process, I ended up getting uh, my CISSP certification Actually, my husband and I took the course together uh, in the college here in Toronto, and then we uh, wrote the exam together. But really, at the essentially what I wanted to do, and I know this isn't a luxury that all uh, business owners have, but I really wanted to know from my perspective, what I needed to have in place to prevent something like this from happening again. So I can say that this hack attack really, really affected me and and understanding, you know, what it is that, that you need to have a successful application out there on the web.
1: When it comes to investing in infrastructure to prevent cyber attacks, Robert noted that in 2021, it's simply not an option to ignore the risks.
0: Anybody who asks why they should invest in cybersecurity really doesn't understand the landscape of modern business. That, that question is, it's, it's like saying, why do I need to do e-commerce or why do I need a website? Cybersecurity is not optional. It's not something you say, we're going to move online and then one day we'll think about how to secure that infrastructure. I mean, the world is online and cybersecurity is just part of it. The second part of that is, how do I know if I'm secure? I think you've got to start with understanding what you have. The basis of any security system is you can spend all the money in the world and not necessarily increase your security. So it's not necessarily about spending more money. It's about understanding where you are in your journey. So what we always recommend to customers is do a hard analysis of the systems that you are at today, what versions numbers do you have, what software, what defenses, what model and understand what's in place before you try to improve it. My advice is don't do it alone. Security is highly complex, depend on a good partner. So. Don't buy your own firewall, go to a hosting service. Don't do your own security, go to a managed service provider. Nobody hosts their own private cloud anymore. Go to an Amazon or a Google or somebody like that. And so I think if you can't do it in house, recognize it needs to be done and find a good partner.
1: Now that she's on the other end of this experience, Amy has a few tips to share for other business owners hoping to avoid a similar attack.
2: Number one, it would be you get what you pay for. So when you're hiring a development team and you're looking for the best deal out there to keep your expenses down because you're a startup and you just want to get it done and you just want to get it launched and out there, know that investing in a person either on the team that's existing, which I rarely see to be honest, that has a cybersecurity background or is a CISSP is really, really important, or investing in a firm that can provide you with cybersecurity advice as you stand up your application is super important. So spend the money up front to avoid the loss later on spending the money up front could look like you know 10 to 15 to twenty thousand dollars. but what you'll see when you take a look at larger breaches and even smaller ones as well as hacks people oftentimes end up spending a hell of a lot more three to four times more trying to fix the mistake that was made up front the second piece is be aware that There are players out there and could be players that you're hiring right into your company. So make sure you have your policies in place. Take a look at your governance plan. Make sure you have this embedded in your governance as you grow your company because it's a really important part of scaling your company. And if you have big plans for yourself, make sure that you've got these things in place because
1: it's worth the investment. Businesses are always at risk of a cyber attack, but this doesn't mean that individuals are immune either. Robert had a few tips for how everyday internet users can ward off any unwanted visits from the hacker next door.
0: My general advice is never to do personal, proprietary, anything that goes into the bucket of private on public Wi Fi. And so I generally try to tell people. Public means public. Private means private. So you can do your banking when you're at home, try to do corporate communication when you're at home and that kind of stuff. And again, it's not that you're far more secure, but just it's just another gate. You don't know who's listening. You don't know who's watching. Attachments are the big one, as you well know, Claudette. as I can't really launch a lot of these attacks without opening an attachment and starting a session. And so if I can get the users not to open attachments that they're not sure are secure, I think that stops a lot of stuff. The other one is try not to go to all those websites that, you know, like there are a million bad websites people go to, but along that line, if you're going to do that, make sure you have the latest version levels like Apple just released an update two days ago. How many users did that? I think there's this assumption on the general user is once I buy a piece of security software or my computer comes with it, it's static forever. And you've got to update. You've got to update and you've got to upgrade and you've got to get to the latest versions.
1: Although the fate of cybersecurity can seem glum, Robert left us with some encouraging final words. He believes we'll ultimately find solutions for the cybersecurity issues we're all facing today. And that's certainly one outlook we can all get behind.
0: My advice is don't do it alone. Security is highly complex. Depend on a good partner. So don't buy your own firewall. Go to a hosting service. Don't do your own security. Go to a managed service provider. I think if you can't do it in-house, recognize it needs to be done and find a good partner. I think overall challenge that's becoming in our world is just the amount of logs and data that we're seeing. I mean, the amount of data that's being generated by enterprises today is unbelievable. And I mean, we recently won a contract and we do the security for Formula One globally. A single Formula One race generates as much data as an average enterprise does in one year. So the telemetry, the data, the sources, all of that stuff is growing at a rate that humankind is gonna struggle to keep up with. And so I find that exciting, I find it scary, I find it complex, but I also believe we'll fix all these problems.
1: Exciting, complex, scary, The words Robert used to describe the cybersecurity world couldn't be more accurate. This episode of C-Suite was full of great tips and tricks for staying safe in the cyber world. Here are a few of my top takeaways. Number one, for businesses of all shapes and sizes, investing in cybersecurity should be a non-negotiable. The extra upfront costs will be well worth it in the end, if it means you'll be avoiding any unforeseen mishaps or damages. Number two, the pandemic and the remote work revolution resulted in a massive surge of cyber attacks because it opened up the floodgates for hackers to step in and steal data. It's more important than ever to brush up on your cyber hygiene and stay safe. Number three, although the world of cybersecurity can seem complex and discouraging at times, Every problem comes with a solution. It's just a matter of cracking the code. Thank you to Amy for sharing her story and to Robert for offering those helpful tips. And thank you for listening to C-Suite. If you like what you heard, be sure to leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Join me for the next episode of C-Suite airing on October 28th. I'm Claudette McGowan. And remember, with over 4 billion of us online, we have to do everything possible to keep ourselves connected and protected.